down the street in my six soul. Sipping on a Michelada while my handy gets cold. You should know when I rap, G, I'm up to something. Windows down, system look, I ain't trying to bump it. Turn right, cause the left mind make you wait. On these streets, it don't pause. Everyone's out the flip. No rewind if you die, so I'm going fast forward. I was young, Bruce's street, looking over both shows. Nothing changed, still blues up the same block. Yes, I paid for my rent. No, they ain't hot. Ben, have you ever had a Michelada that we are waiting to produce? That's the start of the podcast. You're going to drink it. Hey, guys. No. <laughs> enjoy it. Hey, guys. Welcome to Two Pro for Therapy, a podcast where we are not therapists. And we sit down once a week or every couple of weeks now. <laughs> we'll, Let's we'll, be real. We'll, 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 uh, we'll address that. But we sit down once a week to talk life, love, and everything in between. This week we have on a family member of the podcast, the third member of the Two Broke Therapy uh, family. Two Broke Therapy. Um, can't even get the brand right. Two Broke family. Um, you know him. You love him. He's the taco boy. He's the producer. Mysterious and wave. What's his identity? I Nobody don't know. Knows, except now he is Sam Hunt. Wow. Welcome, buddy. How are you? Doing well. How's it going, guys? It's good. Now we've got. Uh, it's it's, it's, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's all right. We'll we'll dive into as good as we can be. As good right? as we can be. Exactly. Mind now, the levels. <laughs> hey, no, this is an exciting. We're all excited to I be know, here. So we're am at I. Sad Boy Studio. I'm glad to just be back here recording an episode. Not to spoil my top five list of 2016, but yeah. podcast is on there. Oh. I love that we are doing this right now, guys. That's uh, all. I'm glad that we have Sam on. It's kind of going to be the last episode for the year. We might have a special present for you guys on Christmas or right around there. But if not, this is the last episode of the podcast for the year. We will be back in the first week of 2017. Uh, we're going to go home. Everyone's going on vacation. We're going to go back to Southern California, record some episodes there. And then the first couple episodes of the new year will be our friends from back home, kind of a travel log, if you will. Yeah. And then we will come back up here and get back into it with Trevor and I and have some more awesome guests on and kind of a refocus as you said. Yeah, we're gonna, well. No, no, it's okay. Yeah, let's, we'll just, we'll, we know, we're aware that the show is a little chaotic. We are working on sound quality. We're working on just overall output and content. Right. Just know that Two Broke for Therapy is trying to grow like a lot this next year. We just had a big meeting. Well, not a big meeting, well, but we had, we, yeah. we had a meeting which, uh, you know, we rarely sit down and discuss like the culture, the podcast, what we want to do with it. And today was a day that we did that and we kind of set some goals for 2016. And I'm excited. Or 2017, sorry. Right, yeah, it, right. We just want to get out of 2016 <laughs> at this point. And uh, we all have some stuff to work towards for the uh, Two Broke Identity, if you will, and yeah, I'm excited to see what 2017 holds. It has a, we've made a lot of uh, progress. We've made a lot of progress, but I, I want to put those ideas forward and stuff like that. Sam's involved with that as well. Hell yeah, I am. New mixes, new shows. We want to do quarterly shows. We're gonna just get inside. Just try to get bigger. Qual- better at everything that we do and do it bigger on a bigger scale exactly. essentially and right. one of those things guys is submitting questions if you can always submit questions at twobrokefortherapy.com it's super cool that you guys do that um, we've got a lot of questions actually the past week so we're going to dive into those after we kind of recap the show that we had last weekend which Sam headlined and Trevor and I DJed for the first time yeah. in public uh, which we'll dive into that as well but very excited uh, for what the next year holds I know Trevor is and I'm I'm itching. Yeah, and our goal is to make sure that we get like you know at least five questions asked a week. 
usually it's around like you know two to three. We'll see what happens, yeah. but. I want to really get to a place where you guys are interacting with us because we love that you guys listen to it. And why not ask us a question? You could do it anonymously. People tell us if they hate us. Honestly, 90% of our questions are anonymous. So if you're doing it, you know, being all scared of us knowing who you are, nobody, we 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 don't know know. who any of these motherfuckers are. I think someone's a ham sandwich. We uh, definitely had a couple of ham sandwiches. Yeah, um, you know. A couple of uh, Shiba Mondays. Shiba Mondays, a lot of, you know, wannabe jugglos and stuff like that, which we talked about. But, which is fine, and we love you guys all for, at, like, you know, submitting questions. And this is an advice podcast. Honestly, we- that is the... We, we, we do other stuff, too, but, like, that is the life of the show. Yeah. The big thing, like, the... That is the game. That's the headliner. The headliner yeah. of the show is the questions. I'd yes, say. and we want you guys to keep submitting questions because they're super interesting, and we like answering them. So please continue to do so. Yeah. And Xander Wave, can I call you that? What do you do? You want people to call you Wave? <laughs> do you want people to call you? I was, I was just at the Wave show last week. I was at the he, Wave. He show. played the heady techno tracks. I, what I would like to do is challenge you. To a Fear Factor-esque taste test, if you will. Joe Rogan hosting? Joe Rogan hosting. What's up, man? It's Joe Rogan. Let's smoke some DNT and talk shit about women. What an uppercut! Wow! You know they're trying to take away men's rights in America? (laughs) You like Joe Rogan, Sam? Doesn't seem like you got any of those references. Not really. (laughs) Well, tonight, you've never had... Well, you had previously a sip, but I want you to give our listeners a reaction... Of a Michelada. It's like a, it's like a reaction YouTube video, except a podcast. Except a podcast, and you can't view him. <laughs> yeah, but you can hear him. His little lips are salivating. I want you to taste this. This is Budweiser Clamato Picante. Clamato. Chilada. Chilada. Well, it's Chilada. Well, with Clamato. With Clamato. Anyway, it's salt, limon. I don't know. It's a Clamato is like this clam yeah. juice, which is like a thing. Oh, this clam in this? Guys, That's what I, did not, is. I did not know that meant clam. <laughs> but good to know. Sam, do you want you are, Hey, the damage is done. You already like hey, it. Hey, I so. like it. Yeah. So, Sam, do you want to drink some of this hot pineapple tomato clam juice? There's no pineapple. There's no pineapple, but I wish there was. It's that interesting that uh, there could be. Just, I'm just saying, I've been advocating for the chiladas for a long time. I'm a big fan I of finally them. got Steve to come around a little bit. Sam is nowhere near the level that we are at. We literally... It, it, it used to be that we would go to a liquor store and buy Miller Lights, and now we buy the Budweiser Chiladas. Cause it's got clams in it. It's got clams in it. I, I wouldn't say clams. Just, just, it just clams. Juiced clams. Well, that's what the clam... It's clam juice. Clam it's juice. essence. It's... Es- uh, you know, you know, on perfume, uh, the toilette, it's uh, the clam. <laughs> now, taste that clam, boy. I want you to taste that clam. Suck it down. Give me a little sip. Sam is literally sucking clam on the podcast. Uh, It's thick. It's thick. All of those tomatoes. Yeah, it's the tomato. It's like it's visceral. It's viscousy. It's yes. V words. High viscous. Here's my high high viscous. It's like a beer, Bloody Mary, and a little Trev. AKA DJ Ken combo. The voice, the dulcet tones that you're hearing right now. This boy right here loves him a Bloody Mary. So if I can go to a liquor store and buy a $3.50 shitty Bloody Mary, In a I'm down. <laughs> it does taste like a Bloody Mary, minus the vodka plus a beer. Yes. That's I, what I'm saying. I, like I think it. it's great. I like that it's bubbly. And I, and I you know, I like, I like the Latin flair. If I can be you honest. You know what? What? You know, it reminds me of my, uh, all my Latinx girlfriends. Every single one has one. <laughs> they <laughs> Just all taste kidding. like That's clams. We're cutting that out. <laughs> um, whoa. <laughs> I um, eat Latin pussy and it does not taste like oh, clams. Um, Just tastes like pussy. 
What's pussy taste like? Could you put it? Could you actually? Like, you can. No. It just it's just like pussy. It's, I just avoid that altogether. I go straight for the butt. I'm just kidding. Uh, I've been eating that since I was 16. I've never been afraid to admit it. <laughs> no, it's on the podcast multiple times. Trevor eats ass since he was 16. Um, it's a claim, dude. I feel like it's a good claim to have. Three, Sloopy two, doopy. one. So. Sloopy <laughs> So let's recap uh, the show really quick, and then we'll get into some questions that you guys asked. Um, let's recap what we did last week first, though. I mean, we had a great time. We had a show. A lot of people came out. Like, how many people do you think? In total? I'd say 20. 20? I'd say that's a fine estimate. I'd say like 25. I don't know if I'd go that way. Not in the I room was, at I think, I think 20 is the max. It was a small room. I wasn't counting. It was. I wasn't counting either. Yeah, so I don't know. Neither was I. But it was a great time. Because it wasn't about that. Some people don't even time. really count because mentally they weren't there. <laughs> but I respect those people. No, but then I know. See, my set. I knew it went well because of how many times somebody fell over during the set. Every time I would change a song, she'd be like, ah! and just, just kidding, just kidding. Cut, cut, no, cut. no, no, no. Sam, you don't really remember much of it. I remember everything. What? You do? You had a great time? Yeah. What was the highlight for you? Don't hide your feelings. Yeah, what was your highlight? Yeah. When when Steve played Bad and Bougie. That's a good... That was was the 0 to 100 moment of the night. Everybody that wasn't dancing, that was in the vicinity, came into the room to dance to Bad and Bougie. I mean, I was just glad that I got to play that song. The Floa Fella. But I had a great time. That was like definitely the moment, literally before I went there, that was the one thing I was like, I'm looking forward to that. Right. I think most of... Yours and my sets were just songs that we had been dying to just hear out always, which yeah. kind of led to like a. I feel like my my set suffered from like inconsistency and like vibe. I, I cut to a, from a li- different bunch of songs, like types of songs. Like my first couple were like very bassy, and then like I had a hip hop song, and then like Broken Flowers by Danielle L. Harl, which is like a very poppy like. PC music dance track and then like a bunch of just like hard techno and people kind of didn't know how to feel but I was literally just playing shit that I wanted to hear out hey baby I was having a great time you were having a great time I loved getting to dance for a little bit before yeah that's I didn't have to play all the music it was great and I think that that will continue in our how we do our shows is we'll just kind of like take the front reins and then let you go and do your thing it sucks that you have to play for three hours a majority of these things you can't even take a piss we'll try to lighten the load for sure I am dying to get up next time just because I want to get better at it and I feel like people people thoroughly enjoyed our sets minus Stevens enough to like give I feel like give us confidence to like do it again I agree I just like dancing yeah exactly so the fact that I gotta dance and like make other people dance was fun for me that's the sickest part it's like when you were watching like the floor like you had you had a song that wasn't going over very well, so like I just kind of skipped it. I played it for like less amount of time than I planned to, and just played more of the next song. And if the next song worked, it was the best feeling in the world. I got these motherfuckers that weren't dancing to get up, smile, and dance like that. That was the the sickest feeling. That was my highlight of the show. Could you give us a review from your from your professional uh, outlook? I thought you guys did great. Thank you. you. I yeah. think you did as good or better than me on my first time. Really? Yeah, it was in the same room. It, it was in the same room. And I think Trevor did excellent. Thank you so much. I, I think it was great. Shouts out to everybody that came out and had a good time. Um, I think I was an asshole. I didn't say hi to some people because I uh, overindulged well, in my Well, there was also so many people there that, like, they showed up when you were busy. So then it was like, when do you, when do you choose to come around and say hi to them? That's true. That's that. That was my thing. Like, there's there's people that came in during my set, and I kind of didn't really acknowledge them that much, just because like, 
you know, you're doing I was, something. You're doing something, and then you're gone. You're faded off the sauce if you're any of us three. Yeah. All of us got nice and alcoholic uh, during and before and after our set. So it was like we had a limited spread of people that we were comfortable enough talking to under the influence anyway. So it's like. Yeah, and I wish I remembered if people had a good time because it was my first time playing that type of music. I think they did. Yeah, I think they did too. I'm scared that they didn't sometimes, but I generally, from what I can remember of the night, I think they did. <laughs> that's, not good, that's not a good. That's not a good. Looking out 2017, screaming like fuck a deal. Oh. oh. Well, 21. Speaking of, let's get to the top. Top yeah. and bottoms. Let's do uh, on some real shit first and foremost. Okay. So right. let's do some on some real shit real quick. On some real shit. Trevor, you want to start off? I don't ever want to start off, but, but you always to. make me start off. Exactly. Because I vocally announce what my own real shit is every week. You're always like, Trevor, you start off. You want to start off. And that's not necessarily true. But I'm just gonna. saying, guys. I'm gonna. On some real shit, guys. For the very first time, the podcast has come back to bite me in the butt. And what I mean to say is, a girl is mad at me over something I said on the podcast. And that's fine. What I said wasn't even true. I'm not going to go in and actually dissect what I had said. But what I said wasn't true. It was, I feel like, taken out of context and um, not seen for what it was supposed to be. But um, that's all. That's just kind of a weird experience. And it happened to me. I mean, I don't think it's ever gonna, I'm ever going to censor myself on this show because I really don't. That's like kind of the appeal of podcasts. Yeah. So I, I don't, you know... I'm in a dilemma because I can't really... I don't want to comment on, like, what I've done in my past relationships and stuff like that, but I do because it helps people, because it's a place of reference, right? Right, 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 right. And for me, at least on that aspect, like, I think my last relationship might have ended because it sparked from something that I said on the podcast. And that sucks to me. That idea is super scary. I never want that. I, I just want to date a girl who's, like, into the fact that this is something that's important to me and, well, like, yeah, uh, exactly. and allows, like, me to just talk like that's what we're doing is we're talking and not just talking to each other for fun and shit we're actually like you know kind of trying to help people out by uh, giving yeah, them advice definitely. if they do ask real questions like we have a real ass question tonight one of which i don't think we can really answer or help on we can try but we can try and, that's, and that's if i can base it for. off of my past relationships and like just past experiences that's how it's gonna go right so that's all i gotta say about that on some real shit the podcast has i've for the first time i've you know, been held accountable for something I've said, and it's like, on one hand, like, yeah, I, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but I'll, at the same time, I feel like, well, you know, just don't take it so seriously. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the art, baby. Like, it's it's. Uh, and just know, at the end of the day, it's really just a couple of friends at a table talking, and it's right. like we're trying to. Just we're talking shit. We're just trying to be relatable and funny, and sometimes you gotta really spill details when you're being like that because that is relatable to people. Exactly. They want real stuff. They don't want us being like, remember that one time we did that one thing with that one person? Oh yes, yes, yes. yes, 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 yes exactly. They want like they want real ass stories. That's what I want when I listen to podcasts, and I've been. Trying to obsessively listening to podcasts for six years, so like, I, that's just all I know. Do you have some on some real shit, Sam? I do have some on some real shit. Please go. So, uh, on some real shit, something that's real important, especially during the holidays, I think, is uh, a nice little acronym I like to call PMA, Positive Mental Attitude. Wow. I know we are the sad boys. <laughs> yeah, I don't know nothing studio. about PMA, baby. But, um, you know. For an acronym to me. Recently on some real shit, I lost my job. Oh, right before Christmas, about two weeks. Um, you know, I don't really know what that means for my future and my future here in the Bay Area and, you know, where this is going to take me. But 
you know, I can definitely tell you I'm keeping a positive mental attitude about it, and I know that whatever is supposed to happen for me is going to happen, and I just got to work hard and follow through with it. And I can guarantee you if I was having a negative attitude and upset, I'd be sitting around here, and in a month I'd have no money, and I'd disagree. I don't know. So, that's, you know, the, that's my on some real shit. Keep a, keep a positive mental attitude. Damn. Things will work itself out. That's something I need to work on to be fucking sure. Because, like the sweatshirt that I'm wearing, worry, baby, that's what I'm best at. And that kind of transitions in my uh, on some real shit, which is, I think nobody likes me. Why do I think that nobody likes me? I don't know. Yeah. What the fuck? Literally, everybody likes you the most. You're the I one that everybody that. likes more than the others. On some real that. shit. I gotta go pee, Steven. You, you're bullshit on some real shit. This isn't my bullshit, dude. I really think that people don't like me. That's why I'm worried, dude. I always am like, you know, I think everyone's mad at me all the time. And me I don't too, know though. Y'all gotta stop. But why? Because people will tell you they're mad at you. But I just don't feel like I'm good enough. I never get That's... complimented. When do I get complimented? You get complimented all the time. You do a good job on your music stuff. You've got great style. A girl called you cute today in front of my fucking face. Who? Don't make me say your name on the air, brother. LD. <laughs> it still counts. You know how many girls told me I'm cute today? None. A man did. But that's chill. San Francisco. I'm just saying. It's like, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just feel like I can't live up to anybody's expectations. That's, that's you. Out. You're projecting that out onto the world because you're feeling like that. Yeah, because I'll always feel like that. Then I feel stop like I'm feeling like that. Positive mental attitude. But PMA, it's like, what is, how do I think of an acronym and that makes me feel that no, way? No, no. Think of being good enough for people and people that fucking suck. That's one thing I learned about San Francisco is people fucking suck here. A lot of people are fucking terrible people and they act like they're these cool, awesome people that came to San Francisco and in reality they're... Sam called out a couple people here, so I had to uh, bleep it out, but... Well, Trevor's not here. We're not... This is not going on the podcast. Yeah, it is. This is going on the podcast. Yeah, okay. he takes pisses all the time and lets me just ramble by myself. Okay, so we're, we're going on the podcast. Um, it's a couple <laughs> You know, people are assholes. People are in it for themselves. This is a city where people have to get their leg up on you. Can like, we catch little Trev up? What did you guys talk about? We're, we're talking... I'm talking... Well, this goes to you, Trevor. just got back from the bathroom. We're, yeah. just, we're just talking about, just in general, like... Well, Sam, Sam's saying that people in the Bay Area essentially, like, want to get a leg up on you, and those kind of people are not worth giving a shit about, which is true. I, I do not... It's, it's all about networking, but at the same time, I know that's not the people you care about, but people yeah, that you care about yeah, and that are close friends... I was just about to say, that's not... Those kinds of people are not who I'm worried don't like me. People that you care about and you're best friends with are not going to just decide that you said something one time that you clashed on. And they're just not going to fuck with you anymore. Like, If I may hijack Steven's premise, what I'm scared of aren't you two people who I believe do love me unconditionally. It's literally everybody else. That's okay. Anyone that's, okay. that's, that's not that Here's close. the thing. Is I know you guys ride with me till I D.I.E., baby. See, I don't. And I think that's my problem. Oh. Why? I don't know. I, I just mean, feel like I just essentially, feel like... Steve. I moved up here so I could hang out with you more. No, I like know on the. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't need on the most base level. That's kind of what happened. I missed this guy that I considered my best friend so much that I kind of not because I always wanted to move up here anyways. But like that expedited it is like my best friend lives in that stuff, so I want to move up there and hang out with him more. Well, I love you, and you know that I appreciate that. That was a very Leslie Nope response because it's true, sure. but it's also like. I don't know, I just feel like I never do the good job. I feel like I never do anything that actually, like, is solidified as, that's, like, as like good. 
That's you. How many people have told you they enjoy yeah, this that's podcast? Like, that's ridiculous. Because you're, you're the one. I, you're the head of all of this. You're the guy that knows people. You're the guys that. You're the guy that got the people out for the show. Positive. You're the guy that really has the main ideas about the podcast. And it's not because I feel like I'm not allowed to. It's literally just because I don't know. Steve's right. got the ideas. I'm just the henchman, you know? <laughs> You're not Your just feelings are invalidated because any compliment that the podcast has ever gotten, which is plenty of compliments, I know plenty of people have reached out to me because they like the music, they like the podcast. I know that I get compliments because of the music, but like Trevor said, you're the one that orchestrated this. Mine wouldn't have these outlets to these people if it wasn't for the podcast. That is validation for you. And I know that, you know, if I got it, then tell me I got it then. But right. baby, you got it then. Nobody has ever come to me and said, I love you on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? They love the podcast. They like everything about it. They like. I feel like they love our dynamic. They love you. They it's love not the really music. the podcast I'm worried about, though. It's more just like, I don't know, when I attempt to do things or, I don't know, I just feel like... Well, what do you mean attempt to do things? Just like take risks. I just feel like I'm... What do you mean take risks? I don't know. I just so feel then like, I don't know. I know. I think that you need to work on my recommendation because I understand that these are long-seated precedents. One thing that I will tell you, the times that I get most frustrated with you as a friend is when you think that I'm mad at you for something and I can't figure out why you think I'm mad. That's because you don't respond to my text messages. I'm going to tell you another thing about San Francisco and another thing about me is, I mean, you know it, fuck people work day in, day out. And I know that we're best friends and we talk to each other a lot and there's times that I don't respond back to you. But it's but, when I'm when the, I, it could be a possibility that we're mad at each other that you don't respond to me. You but you you assume that I'm mad at you. And <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm sitting here like, wait, what the? Why is Steve freaking out? And there's those are the times that I get frustrated with you, and it's because I'm have to spend my time explaining to you why I'm not mad at you when I was never mad at you to begin with. So if you just don't assume that I'm mad with you until I tell you, yo, I'm fucking mad at you for something, or I start acting like I'm mad. You know, people don't respond. That doesn't mean that I'm fucking mad at you. I will tell you that I'm mad at you. And most people will say something or do something to the point where you're like, yo, this person's fucking mad at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think you just, you, you fabricate things. And not not that, like, I mean, that's I just, just overthink everything. Yeah, that's, that's part of, that's something I mean, a lot yeah, of people struggle with. Literally, literally a lot. Girlfriends have broken up with me because I do that. I'm so sure like, a lot it. of our listeners struggle with overthinking. I've struggled with it for a long time. If you listen to podcasts, chances are. <laughs> you're an overthinker. Chances are. I've struggled with it for a long time, and I've learned that... For me, I've got my core group of people that I know care about me, and I know that if I've done something to piss them off, someone's going to fucking let me know, and they're also going to give me the chance to work through it. They're not just going to be like, yo, fucking Steve said ass titties, and it made me upset, and right. we had an awkward night, and my friend was there, and now I fucking hate him. Like, yeah. That's never going to happen. Like, like, what I'm trying to say is, because I know, I, I don't, wait, like, what I said before is, like, I know I have you two to hold me down forever. I don't know that, but, like... I know that if you guys didn't, I would have a valid excuse for raining hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you fucking serious after all we've been through? You're going to get mad at me over this, blah, 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 blah. Like, I know I have leverage in that argument, and that helps me feel better to feel like you guys won't ever do that. Because it's like, that makes me feel like it's more realistic that that's a ridiculous thing. Because I, you know what I'm saying? Like, that yeah. you guys not having my back. That's, that. If I, you know what I'm saying? Like, it makes me feel like that's a ridiculous notion in my head. And I just gotta blindly just believe that you guys will be there for me. Because we're not religious folk. What else? We, we have this reservoir of faith in our soul. What are we gonna put it in? I put it in my friends. Well, 
I don't care about a lot of people's opinions. Like, I do care about their opinions, but I care way more about the, like, people whose opinions I care about. And you guys are people whose opinions I care about. And if I disappoint you, I disappoint myself greatly. And that's where I feel the worst. I mean, we're codependent, baby. <laughs> That's I know. what it is. That's, that is codependence right there. I just think I'm way too into words of affirmation. And, like, you know, I think... Like, we watched Whiplash. I watched Whiplash with Trevor the other night. And there's a line in that movie that sticks with me. Uh, J.K. Simmons' character says, I think the worst thing ever in, like, human existence is someone telling somebody else, good job. Yeah. But I, like, shit. need to hear good job. I need to hear, like, you did well. Because it's like, if I don't, I don't know. And that's, like... Same. Are like mine and Trevor's like mental anxiety about like just wanting Everything. to do okay. okay. I just want you to love me, man. I do. We love do. You. Okay. We do. We okay. do. Sorry, I'm annoying. Shut the fuck up. Well, I'm sorry that I even brought it up, but it's just like it's no, it's valid. It's in my head. It's just I know. Feel kind of better about myself. Let's yeah. get into the top five. This year has been. What we would all call pretty shitty. Uh, I would never say 2016 was a optimal year for any of us. I'm actually going to card counter you. I was super blessed. 2016 is actually a great year for Lil' Trevor. Trevor, you know I hate... I know you hate it when I make you start, but I'm going to make you start this topic then. Okay, Let's talk no, about the five. I mean, it, I really did. I, like, besides, like, on a personal, like, what happened to Trevor level, 2016 was actually super sick. Yeah. Um, what happened to the world? Obviously, 2016 is one of the worst. Before we all the mass it. shootings, all of that. You guys already know about me and mass yeah. shootings. I've been on a anxiety high for a long time because of like how many we got of those. But like, when I like really look back and reflect on 2016, like I have more positive things to say about that than most years of my entire life, actually. Which is kind of weird to say because I do g- agree with the consistency that 2016 was shit. But, like, when I actually break it down and look at it, like, I was very blessed. Non-denominationally blessed. No particular God blessed me. I'm just saying I was super blessed to have a great 2016. Well, before we get into your list, because I want to hear about it, Sam had something to say. I was just going to say I think that that's been the anthem of 2016. It's been a lot of good personal gains for people, but a lot of also really shitty things. For the world at large. Yeah, but also to people, too. Shitty things have happened to people. I know people that have had shitty 2016s, to be sure. Well, let's get into the good and the bad and the ugly of your 2016. Let's do top five of your stuff. The the homework was a top five good and a top five yeah. bad. I don't have a top five bad. Let's just, I have we, one we've bad. Got one bad. Yeah. Right. We, 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 all, we all have like we all have bads. But, but on maybe a, a more positive note to contrast the on some real shit of this episode, I, I do want to pick it up. Um, so we were supposed to pick a top five good things that happened in this year of 2016. I didn't know that we were supposed we could talk about anything. I kind of talked about personally. Um, but I hope you guys uh, still don't think that this is a trash segment. Um, number five on my list of things that I loved about 2016 was that uh, a girl and I uh, had a brief but very passionate um, relationship. relationship, I guess you could say, Rela- romantically or otherwise, in 2016. I uh, rekindled an old flame, if you will, and... Uh, it was in the, the 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 peak, like the month before I moved to San Francisco, and that was probably one of the happiest months of my life. I've been there, baby. That was 2015. Yeah. Papa Steve. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. She knows who she is. Whatever. We don't need to get into that. I, I just, that month, June, 
2016 was maybe some of the happiest I've ever been because of a girl. Um, number four, Shred Life 2 happened. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> girl is a real crowd pleaser. Uh, um, I don't need to speak no more. Shred Life 2. You know me. Um, number three, I'm going to say... Uh, 2016 January is actually when I really draw the line in the sand of me being a uh, uh, like a, a casual watcher of Super Smash Brothers Melee, and then I turn into a player. And that playing Super Smash Brothers Melee for the Nintendo GameCube um, more than just the competitive unwake- awakening that that gave me, like it really like showed me another side of myself that I didn't know was there because I was always shy at uh, sports, but it really. Uh, Brought me into a group of friends uh, that are back there, listening maybe in uh, Fountain Valley, California, that uh, I really do consider one of my closest, best, most positive groups of people I've ever met and have ever had the pleasure of being around. I see them every time I go back. Um, I'll never miss a goddamn Friday at the Melee Garage in Fountain Valley if I'm back home. And it's just, uh, it's opened up a lot of doors for me. I kind of have had a very regimented, very small group of friends before that, and that's just a, just a very positive thing. I just love what it has done I for my life, it. and I love the people that I've met through it more than anything else. More than I love the game, I love the people that I got to know through Melee. So that's my number three. Beautiful Melee. Right? And um, people, people, People don't get it. And I just want to quantify it on some level that isn't just like some nerdy like video game. I gotta be the best shit. Like it's a really personal thing for me, very sentimental value. That's why I'm drinking natural ice right now while we're recording this and I have distributed it to the other guests. Um, Not guests, whatever. Number four, I moved to San Francisco, baby. A dream of mine that I've had since I graduated high school in 2011. I've basically been working for this my entire college career to have an excuse to move up here, get a, got accepted into SF State. My semester has not been the best, but that's kind of irrelevant. The fact that I got to move up to San Francisco, I think, is maybe the biggest thing of my entire life that I've ever done. It's also, you know, a transition period, so you're getting used to it, too. So you can kind of... Not, not that these past, like, right. semester has been, like, yeah. you know, like a so, fuck it, but it's also been, like, you know, you're getting used to it, and I think you can roll better into the next Right, level. and that's just... Splendid. I love it. I love being up here. Uh, sometimes I don't love my job, but I'm never ashamed to say where I work at. I work, you know, we work downtown in the San Francisco. We're in the shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I could tell myself a year ago, a year before now, that what I was up to now, like, he wouldn't be able to believe it. He would lose the shit. Like, it, it's super sick. I love it. Number one is the podcast. I don't hate to spoil it. This is probably one of my favorite things I've ever done. Um, it's... Uh, basically essential to my mental health that we do get it done on a somewhat regular level and um, that's it I just because maybe I'm just a I'm a sucker I'm a little sensitive crybaby and I need positive reinforcement and something that I get a lot of positive reinforcement about is that people generally enjoy listening to this podcast so it's been very important to my mental health it's been very important to me it's something I want to see grow it's something that I really see potential in it's given me a it's a something that I have a work ethic for when I alternatively like for school when I don't see I have a work ethic for like I feel like I'm a dumb piece of shit that's like lacking yeah. and then the podcast helps me feel like oh I don't I'm not a piece of shit I do have a work ethic it's just got to be for something I really care about and that's what the podcast is for me and it's really helping me grow as a human being that's my top five 2016 I'm, out 2016 to transfer into mine just because I will ride off that wave um, my number one as well is the podcast. Obviously, I started this with Ben in March. Uh, it's been a big part of my life since then. 
Uh, it's helped me in relationships. It's ended relationships. Sure, sure. Um, but I've always wanted to be myself on here. I always wanted our guests to feel comfortable to be themselves on here. I always wanted everybody to just feel comfortable being themselves. Uh, hence why, even on this episode, you know, I confessed a problem that I have. It's important for people to sit down and actually talk about things that are real and not talk about shit that kind of doesn't matter but might matter for a month and then half the time they're on their phones. Which I do do sometimes. Yeah, of course. No, of course. But it's like, when you're on your phone and stuff like that all the time and you're, you know, it's like, when are you really interacting with people? Uh, And it's important to me to sit people down and kind of have that real time with them. It's something that I cherish and, you know, in relationships that I've had, the most meaningful ones are with people that usually aren't obsessed with their phones and stuff like that. So I take this podcast as seriously as I can and I know 2017 will be a better year for it and I just want to let everybody know that you know like Trevor says every episode like without the podcast I don't know what I'd do it's my creative outlet uh, as it is for everybody that's sitting at this table Um, it's kind of given us some structure of something an output something that we can all share and be proud of and I want us to all be able to come back sit at this table a year later and really be like chuckling at how we said this a year previously and looking back at where we're at now compared to where we're at next year, I'm very excited to see uh, yeah, where this goes. Um, and without Ben, obviously, I don't think I could have started this podcast. Uh, we'll have him on very soon, but uh, as we all know, he's a very uh, driving force. He's very good at uh, like getting people to be motivated and also keeping people on top of their shit. And I love that about him. And without him, I couldn't have started the podcast, but without... Trevor, I don't think I could have kept the podcast going. I needed somebody who could be here, mainly that I can entrust and rely on. And, you know, Ben was somebody that I could do that with, but Trevor is somebody that also, like, no matter what happens, he's got my back and we can do this podcast together because we both have, like, a source knowledge of podcasting. (laughs) So, like, we know everything there is about all these different podcasts and like, that comes from a place of understanding, and we try to relay that out to you guys, as well as all the guests that have been on and given us their time. You guys are awesome. You know who you are. Uh, we did make an Instagram, subtle plug. Yeah, I guess, because, uh, like, I've, I, I fought that in the beginning, or, like, in yeah. earlier stages of the show, just because, like, it's a it's a podcast, but yeah. there's no visual aspect. But we have the shows, we do this other stuff, so it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, it kind of makes sense, and also, you know, it's a cool place to, you know, we get photos taken of us and stuff, and it's a good place to plug people, and everyone that we follow on that uh, Instagram page, which is t00broke, um, just how it sounds. On uh, Instagram. Everyone that we follow on that page is a past guest. So if you want to ever go to where our past guests are at and find their information, it's all right there. And yeah, we'll post there like, you know, once every couple of weeks or once we post an episode and stuff like that. But the podcast is my number one thing, just like Trevor said. Sam, also great output this whole past year. Like, you know, people love the mixes. I'm glad that I could just give you and kind of force fuck you sometimes to put out the art, but um, I know every time that you do release something and put something, at least at the end of the podcast, it's appreciated. I know you've got a lot of feedback, and I hope that um, it's definitely helped you grow and comfortability and, like, everything, because that's a big goal is you have a lot of talent, and sometimes it just takes a little shove to get you to put it out there. Obviously, that's something Ben was good at, and, you know, I want to try to carry the torch on that as well. 
Definitely. We'll get there. Yes, exactly. And, uh, yeah, anyway, we're all just trying to be the best Ben we can be, <laughs> to be quite <laughs> honest. Spirit. That's all I need to do. Exactly. Like, if yes. I could be half the man Ben is, I would be living. I, you know, like we said, we're not religious, but what is the, it's the Son, the Ghost, and the Holy, what's the Holy Trinity? Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Father, Son, Holy Spirit is Ben. What about Sam? Sam? He's the devil, baby. He's, He's that sick shit that's under, yeah! underground pumping those BPMs. Do, do, Come do, down here and party with me. Sanderwave, I want to wear a diaper. Um, I'm going to take some molly. Um, so yeah, he's, he's the sicko on our shoulder that's begging us to drink Maker's Mark until we vomit past This is actually tub. quite <laughs> accurate. Um, number two, someone in my life uh, that I care about deeply came back around. I don't know where it's going or what's happening, but um, it's important to me because, I don't know, I don't feel the way I feel around that person like I do with anybody else or have. So that's very important. Uh, Number three, I think just the fact that I'm still in San Francisco is a blessing. Uh, I love everybody that's up here, and my community has done nothing but grow, and the people I know has widened, and it really feels like home. It always feels more and more like home every year I come back from Christmas break, but right now I know I'm going to leave, and I'm going to want to come back as soon as I can. So I made my vacation shorter, and I'm ready to keep going. And, you know, other than that, we got a new Kanye West album, got to see him live. Super sick. And then, uh, yeah, anyway, number five, shouts out to uh, Lil Yachty and Internet Rap. Really uh, bringing back the bangers, bringing back independent, like, hip-hop in general. And, like, you know, there's an output and a, anyone can put out a song and if it's really good, you can make some money off of it. And I think that that's a really cool system. I don't have a lot of bad things. I know we all agree on the number one worst thing, but one of my bad things and... Like, you know, a couple of them is I got broken up with, it sucked, my heart's broken still, but I'm still picking up the pieces and dealing with it. And yeah, you know what? One more bad thing, Sam. Other than the breakup, another bad thing that happened to me this year, something that I'm kind of bummed about is just in general, like, I'm not exactly, like, I have the podcast, we have everything, but personally, I feel like I need to grow as a person. So my big goal for this, like, beginning of next year is to try to move out. Uh, try to go back and do something artistic that's not this, like stand-up, like just going out and even, you know, DJing felt good because it was good just to, like, make other people feel vibes in some way. And that's what I kind of missed about doing stand-up is even if people were, like, groaning, I still had a people in unison groaning. Um, So if they're feeling 120 BPMs or aggressive 147 hip-hop songs, like, that's still something to me and... Yeah, I just got to find an output that I could put uh, a lot of my time into because with my current work position, I've got a little bit more time and I want to uh, continue to grow artistically as well. So, yeah. Anyway, Sam, go. Top five. Top five best things that happened to me this year. You can go three. You can do whatever you want. We'll go real quick here. Graduated college. Yep. Boom! Hell yeah. Yup. Um, Great time afterwards. Yeah, we d- that dinner was lovely. I don't know if you even remember, but I was yeah. there for it. It was fantastic. It was yeah, fantastic. I got out of a really terrible job situation, um, yeah. which is great. Um, that's number four. Uh, number not three. A um, it's not a negative. No, yeah, we're, going, we're doing we're doing positive yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. no, 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 I know that's what I'm saying. It's not a negative. negative it's good. That's, that's good. That's, that's, that's not a negative. negative. Number three. I got fired from a job that I don't think was taking me in the right direction, and I think it's opening up a lot of opportunities and possibilities for growth. Different jobs. Different jobs. Can we say this real quick? PMA. PMA, positive attention. And I didn't really get fired. The company's closing down. I got let go. We're cutting costs. That's what you call a callback, baby. Um, Number 
before, I started DJing. Um, yeah. That's a big thing for me. Um, and uh, also... For all of us. For all of us. Too. I mean, I've gotten very into it. Um, I think it's a great outlet for me. Supposedly, people think I'm pretty all right at it, and I appreciate that. And then uh, number one, would, uh, I, the podcast I think is a great thing that's happened to me this year. Oh, again. a lot of, of my, number ones a lot of my most loyal listeners on SoundCloud are people that found me through the podcast. They're not, you know, my friends. My friends could give a shit about me and my music. Fuck off. Um, you know, we are like his only friends. <laughs> shut up. I but, support um, the show. And I my, support. I say the worst thing that happened this year. Although we do have one big one that we're not getting to. Um, would be... Yo, fuck Brock Turner, man. Don't even know who that is. Yeah, literally have no clue. That's the that guy is. that raped the girl and got like... Oh, 30 days in prison. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, fucked yeah, up, yeah, man. Yeah. I know people that got yeah. prison time for way longer, for I mean, way worse shit. Not to say that that isn't a horrible person, but like also horrible things happen every single day. Yeah. Nothing, I don't know why that came to mind, but fuck him. Hey, no, that's hey, fine. Get it, out, get it out here. And let's do this right now, guys. I got Wait, I got a negative two. Okay, go. I fucked up this semester hard at school. That's all. I gotta do better next semester. I gotta pick my shit up. I gotta... I gotta do better. That's all. That's it. We all know the worst thing about 2016. Let's say it. One, three, two. two okay, three. wait. We did. <laughs> We're like three, <laughs> one, four. Uh, three, three, two, one. Fuck Donald, Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Okay, I didn't play YG. Fuck. fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, nigga. Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah. Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah. So this is the part of the show where we like to answer the listeners' questions. You guys submit questions at twobrokefortherapy.com slash submit. So we want to answer your guys' questions live on air. We have Sam here. It's a family episode. We all feel comfortable. We want to give you guys the most honest answers that we can. Let's do this for real, guys. Um, I intend to do nothing else. Thank you. That's what I appreciate. Uh, the first question is actually about you, Xander. Whoa! Uh, it's asked by a lovely friend of the podcast, Darren. Who's miss you, way, buddy. Miss you, buddy. Uh, all the way out there in Ireland, uh, he gave us a shout-out because he's our first official international listener. Not true, Darren. I have ex-girlfriends in Europe. They've listened for months. But it's okay. I love you anyway. Uh, we've got other friends in Ireland, actually, that listen to the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. They tweet at us, so shout out to Darren and Daniel. Why does all your guys' names begin with Ds? And it's an Irish It's an Irish thing, baby. We're Give all, me the D. Damn in it. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Um, Dale O'Malley. Is, yeah, Dale O'Malley. I don't even know That's an not Irish a thing. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Hoi to hoi Darren asks Xanderwave. Where does Xanderwave get his slick taste and inspiration for music? A wiki wiki? Oh, man. I mean, taste and inspiration, I think when it comes to music, you just hear something and you know you like it. And in all honesty, I just hope that, that y'all like it as well. Uh, as far as finding music, my one tip I'll give you, I won't, won't give you my, my keys to success, but, you know, find music labels and, you know, people that put out a lot of things. You know, I'm not, I'm not talking big labels like Atlantic, like find small stuff, you know. One person that I found, you know, last year, but Selection. They have a great group of artists, exactly. everything from producers to, you know, singers, rappers. Same thing for All My House Music and techno right. it's record labels that I like I find other artists through that Go beautiful that's it yeah if I could say anything like yeah especially with the shit Xanderwave has been playing lately um, like the house and the techno labels they definitely curate a sound so like you can honestly like find any release by a label that you enjoy and like kind of know it's going to be pretty good because it, it's vetted you know what I'm saying they, they really select what you want and then you find ones that are similar to that or all of these sort of things and that, you just kind of go from there 
Discogs is the best source for music in yeah, the world. That's yeah. my. Per, I, I know this. I am hijacking this. I'm making it about me, but Discogs is my fucking bible. I. I'm on that website more than any other website in the world. Just digging for music when I get, you know, too fucked up off a dab or something and I need to chill out and, like, not worry about things so much, I'll just go through Discogs and, like, hit YouTube samples. And that's, like, you gotta want, you gotta want it. You really gotta want to, you gotta have an intention to, like, I want to, like, find new music. I want to build my library. I want this. Whatever. Mm -hmm. No matter what the reason is, you just kind of want to have it. You gotta want it. You gotta want it. I, you know, I go on SoundCloud binges, and that's actually how I started listening to house music, is I've just kind of, uh, you know, I'll type in Ross from Friends and just go through mixes that they did, or people that are like them, or anything like that, or dive deep on, you know, Soul Seek, or anything like that. Just gonna say, who put you guys on the house tip? Who put me on the house tip? Oh, uh, Trevor. Oh, okay. Anyway. Okay. We've, we've been listening to house music for yeah. decades. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> um, so uh, let's get into the second question. Thank you, Darren, for asking that one. This one comes from somebody with no name. Okay, let's make up a name really quick. I like the first name, Natty. Okay, Natty, sure. So there's a comic book under us. Um, let's go Natty Wait, Arthur. Natty Arthur. Which is the last name of Who? Aquaman. Aquaman, of course. Actually, no, it's not. His last name is Curry, baby. Arthur Curry. Steph Curry. Anyway, so Natty Arthur asks, what is the weirdest thing a girl has ever asked you? Uh I could give you my answer. Um... I, I, I work with coffee a lot. Yeah. And one time... As a, do I. Yeah. Same a, profession. Same profession. And uh, a girl, like, very casual, like, never had a sexual connection with this person, but just, like, over a beer, literally was like, does your cum taste like coffee? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. I said I haven't tasted my own uh, se- semen. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, so I don't know. If it's bitter, if it's sour, I, I can't dive into that. But um, I don't know. I literally, I, don't, I mean, I'm speaking up to say that I have nothing to say about this, but I, I don't know what the weirdest thing somebody... I've Really? Someone's asked me to eat my butt. What did you say? Yeah, and then it tickled, and then I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I wanted. That's, like, pretty weird, I no, guess. No, 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 I like that. I like that answer. At least you're being honest. Sam, what's the weirdest thing someone's a girl has asked you? That's, I'm, I'm pretty into I'm not super weird. So I was thinking back five years, and I can't really think of anything. That's totally uh, fine, baby. You know what? Can I ask you a weird question? Yeah. What's your favorite kind of hot sauce? Ooh, it's a great... I'm a big Tapatio guy. Tapatio guy? Yeah, Tapatio. That's my dad. Shout out to Papa Hart. That's what I grew up with the house in the Big house. Big shots out to Papa Hart. I'm a Tapatio guy. Cholula is a close second. No, Cholula is we'll, we'll fire. Leave that for another time. Cholula is not fire. Fire. This one. All right, last question asked by Young Metro. This is a real question, guys. So let's try to answer this to the best of our ability. Boys, help. The question reads: Hey, guys. I'll just get into it. I've had a girlfriend for let's say over two years, and I realized yesterday over a dinner table that I wanted to break up with her. She's also the first ever serious girl that I've ever been in a relationship with. And I've never had a break it off with somebody. What advice can you give a worm like me to tell somebody that that you don't love them anymore? 
Um, can I just say that I just feel like uh, I think we're all in the same boat here. Yeah, you're you're lucky, and I know this this isn't a good posi- a great position to be in, but you're so lucky that you're the person that decided you weren't in love. That's all I gotta say. And if you don't know what I'm saying, I'm saying we are a bunch of boys that have been broken up with. We are not the breaker upper. It just doesn't happen. Doesn't to happen. Us. To us. Uh, I had to break up with exactly one girl who is a listener. Shouts out to Chelsea, and that's only because like. I'm about. I was about to move to San Francisco. We had met in like, our we 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 dated for like a couple of months from like November to like February or something of 2015-2016, and then I had already gotten accepted in the SF state, and I just like I had to break it off because like obviously there's like we were both on the same level that a long distance relationship wasn't going to be the chill move, but like. That's it, fam. Yeah. Every girl that I've been like in love, in love with, has broken this shit up with me, and I, I don't know, fam. Just try to. <laughs> I've, I've got a recommendation. Yeah, yeah. If you are, take se- it away, if you are secure in your decision, do it as soon as possible. Because yeah. every person that I've heard of that's gotten into this situation and you know let it go on, you always get yourself into more shit. Something's right. gonna come up that's gonna tie this and make it you know more serious than it already is. The the more you wait, the more of a a liar you become. And because exactly. right once you once you realize that you are not in love with her, then you kind of have to act on it, or, or else you're like a piece of shit. And here's the key: you're to not it. a piece of shit for realizing that about yourself, but you're a piece of shit if you. String her on because it's easier to not break up with her until after the holidays or you know whatever. Yeah, and here's the thing: and someone's gonna get hurt at the end of any relationship. Someone is always hurt. Chances are you're going to hurt your girlfriend when breaking up with her. It's not gonna hurt her less in two months. It's not gonna hurt her less in six months. It's in fact gonna hurt her more. So right, right. I would say term term of the night, just sack up a little bit. You know, well, sit that's down a problematic and have, term. That's a problematic term. Oh, oh I've got I'm gonna I'm gonna come back and say something else. Last thing I'm gonna say about this, Steve's gonna cut out the sack up term. No, I'm not. No, Why do I... we're gonna keep that in, but we're also Please gonna keep it me calling it a problematic term. No, um, it's okay. Keep going. Okay. Um, I've gotta go fucking teach people how to do latte art. Okay, you gotta go. Not yet. All I'm gonna say is just you know have a real conversation, break it down. No one's gonna you know. Hate you for telling the truth. Just you know, it depends how old you are. I know what they've been in a relationship for like two, two years, years, which is substantial. But like, that's how long that means. That means a lot more when you're 16 to 18 than it does when you're 22 to 24. You know what I'm saying? I don't know when I'm 22. Actually, to no, no, no. Actually, when I put it out there like that, that doesn't seem right yeah. at all. Two, two years is long, no matter how old you are. But I've never had a relationship last longer than a year. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. I've had it cut like, short by three days. You're kind of asking the wrong group of people. I don't think you're asking the wrong group of people. I think we've all given good advice. My, Sam's been in a relationship for longer than that, but I, you and I haven't. I mean, my, my biggest advice on this is, like, if you don't feel that way anymore, really think about how you're going to tell that person. I know everyone's like, just tell them, but really think about how you're going to break it to that person. You have to understand that that is someone that you never want to hurt, but you're going to do it. So if you do it, you got to make sure that it comes from a true yeah. place. And it's and do not ask to be friends unless you fucking mean it, you scumbag. Right, and that's like another reason why I feel like I'm not qualified to answer on this is because the one big girl that really broke my heart, notably for like a long time in my past, like the 
you're 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 coming to us saying that you realize you don't love her, whereas when I've been broken up with with this girl that I loved for many years, the love persisted after the breakup. It was like I love you, but yeah. instead of I don't love you, so that's like something I kind of don't understand because I don't think. Well, my thing is like you told me know. in breakups. I'm always like you told me that you love me, and there right. It's like their answer usually is I did. So it depends. It's like it could be two different ways. Right. Uh, well, my experience is that love persisted afterwards because it's like I mean, we meant it a little bit more than maybe people that just say that they did in like a two month period. I mean, no, no, I completely understand. And like, I, don't know. For, no, I can't no, no. quantify people's love for each other or their ability to fall out of it. I don't know. I don't and, know. and that's what, what I'm saying is I think that you just got to take into consideration how you're going to break it to that person and make sure that when you do it that it's honest and you take care of that person while you're telling them. Don't just say it and leave. Don't be a dickhead. Yeah. You've don't, put so definitely much, not. You put so much time into this thing. Just let it happen and continue. I think as someone who has seen the look on many of women's faces as they told me that they do not love me anymore or want to be out of a relationship it's just kind of make your case explain and if they really make that decision you know and if it's you making the decision then make it and walk away and let that person live their life don't try to be a part of it if you really don't want to be yeah because that's probably where you've come to and you know where we've come to boys the end of the show. Exactly. So I want to get into one thing. Let's do recommendations really quick. Oh. What's your biggest recommendation going into 2017? What's your biggest recommendation that you can recommend to somebody for the end of the year? Start a podcast. It's been the best thing I've ever done. Exactly. That's, that's what I got. Go for it, Sam. Do a bicycle kick once in your life. It's invigorating. Boom. I love it. Join a rec league soccer game and just do a bicycle kick. Um, my biggest thing is if you guys could do anything over the holidays, if you spend time with your family, even if you're just sitting at a dinner table, take your fucking phone out and record it. Do yeah, some, on yeah. Uh, do a podcast shit. Yeah. Really? Get like, like my biggest thing is like I have conversations with my parents that I've had recorded and you know, it's just them talking and it's something that I'll have when they're gone. It's like imagine having ten hours plus conversation with a loved one. When they're gone, um, sit them down. Why not ask your parents how they actually fell in love? I'm sure they didn't just see each other one day and that was like, let's have a kid. I'm sure it's way deeper than you, you think know, it is. I don't know. How exactly. I, well, I don't know if my parents ever did fall in love. That's well. That, <laughs> we'll see. I, I don't, don't know if they I did. did you know? But how they came to be married is a definite question. I don't think I. How many I have an answer to? You, how well do you really know your family members? How well do you really know your parents? Like, do something and. That is something that I think in 10 years or 20 years, if they do disappear off this earth somehow, aliens abduct them or, you know, other circumstances. Well, we're going to get blown up with nuclear... Yeah, as we talked about, as YG said earlier. No, um, (laughs) but for sure, it's just... It's just important that you guys have those memories and it's important that you ask your parents questions that you need answers to. It's stuff that people overlook and I think it's something that no one will regret in the future if they have it saved on their Google Drive, like, conversation with dad, you know, Christmas 2016. Yeah. Start something. Do something. Even if they don't know. I have a story about how my mom and dad did drugs at her sister's wedding. That's like a 20-minute rant on my mom just being like, and then we fell over! 
her and it's and like Jesus. Jesus it's like no she doesn't know well now she knows shout out to my mommy listen I love you mommy hey Happy my mom holidays. listens too she's hey, always shout out to Tracy baby I'm sure she'll listen every time we miss a week my mom's like where's the cast good I'm glad <laughs> someone's keeping up on us I know she's like maybe part of the reason why I get stressed out when we miss a week is because I know I got hell to pay for my mom <laughs> um, let's dive into it guys first off I just want to say shout out to everybody that listened this year I love you we're going to be back and better sound quality everything is going to be taken up a notch uh, output how we put out the podcast how we promote the podcast uh, new mixes from Xander Wave I know that's real shout out to everybody that listened shout out to Kendra shout out to Jean-Paul shout out to everybody that's been an influence shout out to Ben shout out to Jean-Paul shout out to the biggest shout out to Kendra I just must say <laughs> and shout out to Chelsea shout out to Sam shout out to the whole Two Broke for Therapy family shout out to Theo shout out to Theo we love everybody anybody that's ever listened to this even if it's for 30 seconds to yeah. email us after being like you guys eat butts it's like <laughs> Trevor does. I yeah. <laughs> so um, let's let's end 2016. Like I said, we might have something special for you on Christmas, and if we don't, this is it. We'll see you early in the new year. We love you all. You guys have given us nothing but joy. We're gonna tell you where you can find us for the rest of this holiday season, and then we'll move on over to the Xander Wave mix, baby. Yep. Yep. Um, so you can find me on Twitter at Stephen Baker Eight. Stephen with a PH. Baker as in the profession, and eight as in the number. You can follow the podcast at TBFT Podcast on Twitter. You can DM questions if you don't want to have your anonymity. But if you do want to submit a question anonymously, you can do so on the website at 2 slash submit. The link is on Trevor's Instagram, my Instagram, our Twitters, everything, even the podcast Twitter. And you can always head us up on Instagram, which is brand new, at T00Broke. And, yeah, find cool pictures of us that we do from the party or anything that's taken. Uh, I know the photo that we take with Sam after this episode will be up on there for this episode. Right. So that's, that's a classic. Check it out. And if you want to follow anybody that we've had on the podcast before, Just everyone check. that we're following, right there, baby. Yeah. And, yeah, thank you guys so much. It's been awesome. And, and as always, you could follow me on Twitter at YoungTPow. That is Y-U-N-G-T-P-O-W. You could follow me on Instagram at AlfPogs. Sick Simpsons reference. Thanks, buddy. A-L-F-P-O-G-S. If you're a dum-dum and you don't know what Alf is or you don't know what Pogs are. Um, side note, come see me at Super Smash Brothers Melee. I play Marth, uh, Black Marth. Um, that's it. Yoshi's story, baby. Let's Holidays. <laughs> What's up, guys? You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, on SoundCloud at Xander.Wave. Maybe not the dot. I don't know. Sometimes it allows Depending me to Depending on which, side just, you, which you way know, you search it up. No Xander e. Wave. There's just no, no name. It's X-A-N-D-E-R-W-A-V. No E. Um, but check it out. I got a new mix-up on SoundCloud called Dystopia 1.0. Classic. So, House hitters. Classic tracks that take me back. The song that got me into dance music is in that set list. Xanderwave didn't even know about it. And also, I got a hijacked as the say. Um, DJ Ken Combo, which is my tentative name for my electronic music output, is I think over this uh, winter break, I'm actually going to come up with a mix uh, myself to put up. So uh, look, be on the lookout on SoundCloud for that. I think my SoundCloud is just Young T-Pow as well. That's all. I'm gonna come up with a mix. I think uh, that's a good way to motivate me to get better, so that we, so that I perform better at the next show that we have. Do Maybe it. Maybe something Steve could work on too, but he doesn't have decks. I don't have decks, but I am getting a new computer, and I am gonna get a tax return. I do want to get decks just because I could sit in my room all day and right. put songs together. Yeah. Um, 
And I don't know, I hope no one's mad at me for buying the style, but it's just like, you know, it's a creative output. I kind of do a different thing. Um, I'm looking at Sam, but he's like looking at me. What do you mean buying the style? What's the I don't know. Just being a, trying, not even trying, but just like DJing for fun. I don't I mean, know. We're, I mean, Sam did it first, but I don't think that because I fell I'm, in love with House of Techno music that I'm buying the style. Wanna, I'm just worried about Sam always. I'm the first DJ ever. You guys are buying my style. Well, thank you. So um, it's allowed. Do it. Okay, no Merlot mix coming January. No uh, Merlot. Uh, the first artwork mix possibly from by my ex girlfriend. <laughs> uh, but let's no, no DJ. let's move it, dude. Sounds like baby. Uh, Xander Wave. You know, it's been Stephen Baker, aka Jerry Weinfeld, aka your mom's favorite son, aka Car Smell of Dankany, aka Baby. I'm a Duende. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yep, and uh, my name is Lil Trev, Young T-Pal, Prosecco Romain Samos, the human Ken Combo, DJ Ken Combo, on the beat. That's all I gotta say. I beat my meat. We're the ugly god. Smack DeMarco passing it over to Xander Wave. Xander, you got any AKs? I guess they call me Taco Boy. Yeah! Let's That's get in the it. Taco Boys mix, baby. Taco Boy, I'm sniffing that ketamine in Berlin. Just kidding. I'm in Southern California in my Prius. I'm drinking a beer outside of the Raising Canes that I just went through the drive-thru of. I'm about to get drunk, get high, eat some chicken, and drive back to the Melee Garage where I'm going to 3-0 Eric, the best Pikachu in Southern California. I'm going to wake up, listen to Xander Wave's mix, and then figure my day out, baby. Can't wait. All right. Oh, <laughs> Sam, what are okay. you going to do? I listen to my mix in the shower. Alright, let's so, get into it. Hey, we got a work meeting we gotta go to, motherfucker. Oh, Yo, shout out to Santa Claus, you're bringing me a lot of blow. <laughs> I can't wait to uh, take time out of my finals week schedule to pause. Shout out to Chilada. We're out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out.
Swansea's in fucking like Wales or some shit. Swansea's in Wales, yeah, but it's also a big community. Yeah, but what about Tottenham? <laughs> Why is Tottenham like that? Uh, that's in London. Because Tottenham's what Grimes from. Yeah. In it, mandem, mandem. Hey, you wanna hit me? You get hit me. Go on down, baby. I'm Stephen B. You wanna go hard? Cause you can't hit me. Fuck your bitch, cause you know I'm free. Fuck that bitch, cause you know I'm weak. Goddamn motherfucker can't do shit. Fuck that bitch, cause you know I'm sick. Fuck that bitch, cause I got that dick. Oh my god, I'm so fucking rich. Hey. My mama said no. Hey. Your mama said yo. Hey. 